praise the Lord. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. This message is from the Glory Life City Church, where a man of God, Apostle Francis, reveals the deep heart of God for the new creation in Christ. Glory Life City Church is a mandate from God to dispense the glory of heaven in the new creation in Christ cultivating the apostolic heart of God in the intimate bond of fellowship, love, and power. Join in as the Apostle Francis takes us into the Word of God. Praise God. I am going to reveal unto you the devil's workshop. Hallelujah. The devil's workshop how the devil works against the lives of people you know one of the things in the new creation is that in christ we have everything that pertains to life and godliness is somebody here with me yeah in christ we have everything in fact God in Christ has made available unto us everything we will ever need. In Christ, the devil has been broken down and he has been overcome. Are you here with me? In Christ, the devil has no power over us. Praise God. In Christ, death has no power over us. But you know something? The story is not always what we expect. Because God in Christ dealt with the person of the devil. Are you here with me? And by his spirit and grace and anointing and wisdom, we deal with the devices of the devil. Are you seeing the difference here? God in Christ dealt with the person of the devil. But by his anointing and wisdom and by his spirit upon us, we deal with the devices of the enemy. You know, it is like going to buy a TV from a manufacturer. The manufacturer is the person, the TV is the device. When you are with the manufacturer, the TV will still work. Is that not so? When the manufacturer dies and you know how to operate the TV, it will still do what? Work. Irrespective of the manufacturer's absence. Are you seeing the thing? So a lot of us, it is easy to confess what God has done in Christ. But we come into the issues of life and we don't know how to manifest them because we have not learned how to handle and overcome the devices of the enemy. So Paul said that I am not ignorant of the devices of the devil. The devil has no power over your life to kill you. But if you drive at 160 kilometers per hour, Hallelujah. You are close to what the devil cannot do to you. Are you seeing it? So most of the things 
we handle in this life is about devices, not the person. Praise God. It's about what? Devices, not the person. And we are going, we are starting an exciting journey. I've been talking about this series. I, I, I couldn't wait. And now finally we are here. Praise God. We are starting a new series. The gold, the silver, and the land. Hallelujah. The gold, the silver, and the land. And in this series, I'll be taking you through a journey of understanding the plan of God for the world of mankind. This is not going to be the usual prosperity gospel, which I personally have a lot of problem with. I am going to unveil to you by the power of the Spirit of God how God intends to enrich the lives of humanity on the face of this earth. Praise God. There is, there is something in God, there is a portion of God, the Bible calls that, that dimension of God all sufficiency. Say all sufficiency. So that means that in God, Everything is available to make life what it is supposed to be. Amen. There is a dimension in God, the dimension of all sufficiency, where there is neither lack nor want. Praise God. Paul walked in that dimension and he said that he, would, he cannot lack, he can do all things. He was talking from a perspective, talking from a dimension. A dimension in God where everything is available and everything is possible. Hallelujah. Are you here with me? So today, the first, the first I'm talking about the foundation of the world of nations. You see, God by his ordinations and plan has designed designed every nation to have a portion of his sufficiency in terms of resources. Hallelujah. In terms of resources. You know, and from the time there were only two human beings on this earth until now, where statistically we are expected or we are estimated to be around 7 billion God has never seen the need to increase the amount of good in the soil. Hallelujah. God has not seen the need to increase the amount of oil. In fact, there is so much embedded in the earth waiting for human discovery. With all the drilling of oil and mining of gold and everything, it has not finished yet. Hallelujah. There is so much wealth that God has planted into the earth which can support every human being and allow that person to live in sufficiency, to live in wholeness, to live without any form of lack. How many of us believe that? Hallelujah. So, when the Bible says that God has provided everything for us, it means that there is enough waiting for your discovery. 
to be able to do and to have all that you desire. Hallelujah. To the point that a man's ability to discover what God has hidden determines his capacity to contain what the earth can offer him. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's turn our Bibles to um, 1 Corinthians. In 1 Corinthians 15, verse 45 to 47, the Bible said, And so it is written, The first man, Adam, was made a living soul. The last Adam was made a quickening spirit. How be that will not first, which is spiritual, but that which are, and afterward, which is spiritual. The first man is of the earth. The second man is of, is the Lord from heaven. Hallelujah. The first man is of the earth. And he is earth. The second man is the Lord from heaven. Over here, Paul is trying to compare Adam and then Christ. Comparing the first man and then the second man. And you understand that in tracing the life and ministry of Christ, he essentially came to restore to the human race what Adam lost. Are you with me? Adam was placed in Eden. Christ came and dwelt in Zion. So the first thing that Christ came to restore to humanity, number one, was placement. Are you here with me? And then number two, Adam lost not only place, and obviously Adam did not lose heaven, because when he was in Eden, he wasn't given heaven. What he was given was dominion. He was given what? Dominion. And what is dominion? Dominion is the ability. It is what? It's an ability. It's the ability to exercise control over systems and structures in order to enhance an expected reality. So there is something you expect and you have the ability to control everything around you to get what you are expecting. That is dominion. Praise God. At the center of man's frustration is his inability to control things around him. You know, something like when you are going somewhere and you are late, you, you wish you could stop time. <laughs> Praise God. You are, you are in a throttle, you are late, and then you enter traffic. You wish, you wish by, by the movement of your hands, all the cars will be parked inside and inside so that the road will be clear for you. So most of the time when you see a man is frustrated, he is either disappointed 
or he has inability to control his environment. And that was what God gave Adam. The ability to control his environment. The ability to determine how his environment operated. The ability to determine the extent to which or the extent his environment would influence his desire. And to influence the outcome of his life. Is somebody here with me? Hallelujah. And that is what he lost. When he lost that ability, for the first time in the history of mankind, man became dependent on creation instead of the other way around. Are you seeing it? Man became dependent on the earth. Man became dependent on the animal. So when man wanted food, he has to now depend on when the earth is ready to produce food. Hallelujah. But in Christ, the Bible says that he came to restore this dominion to us. But I want to go a little bit in what this dominion was about. If you study the dominion mandate that God gave Adam, which is his ability to control his environment, and to influence the systems, the structures that God instituted so that he will always get what he wanted or what he desired or what he thought of or imagined. You get it? And that is, see, the nature of man has not changed. Praise God. You know, at a goal, you can conceive so much, but to get there, that is the place of control. You can conceive a lot in your mind. You know? Oh, by next year, I'll do this and I'll get. And you, can even, you can even conceive the kind of car you will drive and how you will, you will even be driving. Imagine yourself driving and then waving at your friends and all of that. But from that point to what you are imagining, it shows the level or it will reveal the amount of dominion you have over the factors, the environment, the systems, the structures around you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Are you here with me? And Christ came to restore not heaven because Adam never lost heaven. What Adam lost was his dominion. And the factors of the dominion of the earth were three things. First of all, God gave Adam land. Praise God. God gave Adam what? Land. So he says, and God planted Adam in the garden to till the ground, to cultivate, to, to, to exercise dominion over the ground. And inside the ground, the ground was not made for crops. Adam is to agriculture after the fall. When you read the Bible, the Bible says, before Adam would put stick to the ground, God already gave him every seed bearing fruit. So it was an automated design that at every point in time, Adam would get what to eat. He doesn't need to work for that one. Hallelujah. The cultivation of the ground was for what was hidden 
in the ground. Hallelujah. It was for what was what? Hitting in the ground. And the Bible said, talks about it, about, about a river that passes around Havila, which reveals what was hidden. So that river became the transportation medium for what was hidden in the ground, and it was the gold. Hallelujah. It was what? The gold. So when Adam lost dominion, what he actually lost was the ground. And what the ground is supposed to produce. The ground had only two major products. The gold and the silver. Every other thing the land produced, man had to put it into it and then get it back later. It is only the gold man did not need to do anything for the land to give it. Man had to discover that one. I hear with me. Man had to do what? To discover that one. So Adam's work in the garden was not farming. A lot of us read that scripture to till the ground. We think it is because of farming. But before God told him that, God said, I have given you fruits to eat. As a matter of fact, when Adam went into the garden, the fruits were already there. One of them was the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil. Praise God. Hallelujah. God had already instituted a cycle. By the way, it is like a forest. How many have you seen anybody weeding in the forest to make the forest grow? Praise God. God had already instituted a cycle. That will ensure that man always had fruit to eat. But what was his work in the cultivating of the ground? It was to discover the gold and to discover all the precious metals that God has hidden. So that by his discovery, the gold and the precious metals become the reward of his work. Hallelujah. That is why, even through the ages up until now, the requirement to eat is not work. Amen. How many of us have had no money yet we ended up eating? The requirement to eat has never been work. The requirement to eat is to be in the place where food is. <laughs> That is why when God created Adam, the Bible said, God planted a garden and he put him there. You get it? He planted, he created where the food is and he placed the man there. That's why I said, when Jesus came, the first to do was to change our location. Praise God. He said, your fathers did eat manna in the desert. They ate manna. Now, right here in Zion, you would eat manna, but you will eat the body. Praise God. But when it comes to work, work, the reward for work is not the food in your mouth. The reward for Adam's work was what was hidden in the ground, the gold and the silver. Hallelujah. Are you here with me? The gold and the what? And the silver. So those of you 
work, 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 work only for fried rice. You have misplaced. <laughs> Praise God. And you see, this has become the measure of a man's ability to control the earth. So that powerful nations are not nations that have agriculture. Powerful nations are nations that have the ability to harness the potentials of the land allotted to them. Hallelujah. Because the real reward of a man's work is not what he plucks from the tree. It is what he pulls from the ground. What he pulls from the ground. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's a long journey. Tell someone it's a long journey. I'll be teaching you how money evolved, where money came from. How, 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 the, how humanity moved from gold as a standard of wealth and degraded into using brass. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't worry. By the time we are done with this journey, God would have placed you in a place where you can never be poor, even if you try so hard. You can't. Because you would have known so much. You see, one thing about knowledge is that it creates an unconscious environment around you. It's like a magnetic force which will attract certain things, whether you ask for them or not. Praise God. They will attract because, because you know it, because you have engaged it, because you have become one with it, it automatically will attract all the good things of life towards you. Amen. You don't need to ask for it. You don't need to beg for it. It's like this. Right now, if, if you see if, if, if you have the chance, okay, let's say 14th, 14th February is the, is the next event, Valentine's. So imagine you have a chance, my brother. That's okay. 14th February. You see, they are giving you a chance to go and give the president a gift. You see the pressure that comes on your head. I take it. What should I eat? You take this one. This one is not good enough. This one. Even if, even if you have to go and borrow, you go and borrow. Why? Because nobody has given you criteria, but by your own self, there is something you sense you can't point a finger to, which is forcing you to work with a particular standard only you have conceived. That is how knowledge works. When you embrace the truth, it creates an aura around you that when people are dealing with you, they are not dealing with you on the on the with the facts. Oh, you 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 all you have is diploma. So let's give what we give to diploma people. No. When they come close to you, there is something they feel which pushes them to want to do more than the normal. Hallelujah. You can't be poor. Praise God. You cannot be poor. And you see, the, 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 the wonderful thing is this. You don't need money to be rich. You must be rich to get money. Praise God. Show me somebody who has worked and worked and worked and worked and has built a mansion. If you carry, my brother, you can carry water on your head, eh? And pass by this roadside. Pure water. Eh? Eh, so the way you ask it, they will say pure water and 
uh, what do you call it? Bottled water. As if the bottled water is impure. <laughs> pure. So you can carry pure water on your head and be walking here. People will be, say, oh, pure water, 20 pesos. Is that also? Give the same pure water to the president. When the president comes to you and give you one pure water for one city, would you buy? But you take that pure water and say it's 50 pesos. The way they will slap you. Why? The president is able to gather money because of who he is. Not because of what he's doing. Because of who he is. Even if he takes one pure water and he's saying five cities, five, you will see the number of people who will be rushing to go and buy that, that pure water for five cities. Because it's the president selling it. You don't, you don't get money to be rich. You must be rich to attract money. Hallelujah. You must be rich to attract it. And to understand these foundations, it is you are basically restructuring your life and your whole consciousness, your spiritual makeup, so that the things that come to you, they are not things that come in the form of the brass, but they are things that come to you in the form of the gold. Are you hear with me? In the form of the gold. And because the devil knows that the greatest expression of wealth for humankind is gold. All through scripture, his number one target has always been the gold. Amen. It has always been, even when it looks that the devil is killing people, what he is trying to reach is the gold. Because that has always been his motivation. Open your Bible with me to first, first Chronicles chapter 12. Let's look at something there. First Chronicles chapter 12 is 9 and 10. First Chronicles. It says, so Shishak, king of Egypt, came up against Jerusalem and he took away the treasures of the house of the Lord and the treasures of the king's house. He took all carried away also the shells of gold which Solomon had made. Hmm. You see, I have always been lamenting how that our generation, I don't know for what reason, do not understand what formed the foundation of the wealth of nations. And I tell you, the gold has always been the devil's target. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Look. The devil does not need to force you to fornicate. He just needs to make you poor. And you will do all manner of things. Praise God. He just needs to make you what? Poor. And there is a systematic agenda. And we see, we see it here. And we are seeing that same systematic agenda playing out in our days. There is this wicked king of Egypt. His name was Shisha. He came up against Jerusalem. Jerusalem was the center, the capital city of the household of God. He comes up against this city and his target were two places. The house of the Lord and the king's house. Not the marketplace. Not the gates of the city. Praise God. 
Not the arena where they were having sports. You know, the olden days they have an arena where they were having sports, which in our days has been has been translated into stadiums and all forms of entertainment space. They, they did not go there because they, that those places do not hold the foundation of the wealth of the city. Hallelujah. Those places do not own the foundation of the wealth of the city. The wealth of the city which comes through the dominion of the city, they are situated in two places. The house of the Lord and the house of the king. Hallelujah. Go through history. in school except government and church. Is that also? The people who build nations it is the house of the Lord and the house of the king. Hospitals, children's homes. Have you have you had any business, any company build a school somewhere before? Hallelujah. They don't have what it takes to establish the dominion of a city. So when Shisha came, he was not bothered about the businesses. He wasn't bothered. That is why you see the devil has no business. He will not be bothered about the politicians. No. He's targeting the house of the Lord. Because that is where the gold is. He's targeting the house of the king. Because that is where the gold is. If he's able to take the gold away, the city has no hope of being built. Hallelujah. It has no hope of being built. So he targets the house of the Lord. And he targets the house of the king. He targets the priesthood. And he targets the kingship. And the Bible said that he has made us priests. And what? Kings. So in that time, the two were separate. In the nation, the two have been fused. And what establishes the dominion was the gold that established the dominion of Jerusalem were hidden in two places. The house of the Lord and the house of the king. And when Shisha came, said, don't bother. Don't bother about the marketplace. No, the marketplace, they had lots of brass, lots of coins. No, they, they had a lot of things. Uh, fine linen. That is that was not that. Praise God. That was not his brother. I remember, and the the story could be could be a fiction, but I remember when when um, the late Muhammad um, Gaddafi announced his intention to have one currency for the entire Africa, and it was going to be backed with gold. The whole world stood. And they wanted, they vowed it will never come to pass. Because they knew that the wealth of a nation is not in the people. It is not in that machine which is running the currency. It is in the gold. As soon as he announced that he became a target for all the leaders of this world. Hallelujah. All countries all over Europe, everywhere, they are interested in Africa. Not because you are a nice guy, my brother. Is because of what is hidden inside the ground. Because of what is what? Hidden inside the ground. Since I came, he took the treasures and the shells of gold. Hallelujah. He took the shells of gold. Verse 10. In made of brass and committed them to the hands of the chief guard. That kept the entrance of the king's house. Hallelujah. 
This was the king. When they came to take the gold away from the house of the Lord and the house of the king, he went, you know, brass also looks like gold, but has no quality close to gold. He, he, he only wanted to keep his own house. So what he did was that he made an alternative of brass only for his house. And he left the house of the Lord there. But you see, it is interesting to understand that God chooses to protect his house with instruments made of gold. And gold being the measure of the wealth of a person. Silver is the medium for the trading of people's commodities. Hallelujah. Gold is the storage medium. Gold is what? The storage medium. Silver is the trade medium. So for exchange of goods and services, silver holds the value necessary and required. But for the storage of wealth, gold is what holds the value. Are you amazed? There is a way wealth is built. Have you see? Sometimes I, I don't get people. I don't know. Maybe you see there are certain things when God does not open your eyes to see it. You will walk around it and never see it the entire days of your life. Hallelujah. So then I wonder if people think about you know, we we hear of the brigades, the Warren Buffett, we hear of how they give half of their one day we were there at a point ahead that Warren Buffett gave about 90% of his wealth to the Brigades Foundation. How many of us heard that? Those who didn't hear it, you don't want to be rich. <laughs> you get somehow this guy is still among the first 10. Praise God. No, so are you trying to tell me that for that 90%, he got it back in less than a year? These people are donating millions of dollars, billions of dollars to various causes. Yet, their value keeps increasing. You know the secret? They, their money is not stored in banks and those things. There is a way they store their money. When they take their paper, the storage is still as active and strong. Praise God. Hallelujah. They tell you in your schools and in the news, oh, when they will, they will come and carry the gold in Africa from Obuasi, from uh, Takwa, they will come and carry and they will go and do jewelries. jewelries. So you think this, ah, all the gold they have been mining this one, all they, all they do is this one. <laughs> you think that's all they do, jewelries? They will go and buy 18 carats and 20 carats, uh, 36 carats. Hallelujah. Yeah, some people will just uh, put about five or six chains gold hallelujah so some prefer to have the gold around their neck others have the gold stuck somewhere which is the reason why their money never goes down they can give it all tomorrow they will produce the same again because gold is god's ordained storage medium for the wealth of a man not a bank Maybe in this series, I will, I will talk about the history of banking. You will realize that they have been playing with you all along. Just playing with you 
all along. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let me give you some, some assignments we're going to do. We're going to read about Abacus. How many of us have, had, have heard those? It's even a software that some banking institutions even use. Abacus. Go and read about those guys. They just invented the arithmetic addition, subtraction. Invented, they invented how numbers work. And see, you will never understand it. All they tell you is that bring your money, we'll give you this interest. Bring your money, give you this. You don't understand the complex nature of what they are doing. Hallelujah. So that you, are, you don't understand why. Yes, you send your money. Yes, you will get your profit. Everybody will get his profit. Yet the bank is still having lots of money. You don't know where all those other monies come from. The secret of the rich is hidden in the writings of the divine. If your eyes are open, you will see. That's why I say that certain things when you get to know, you can't be poor even if you try to. Amen. Is it not an attempt to poverty if you donate 90% of your wealth? But you cannot be poor. <laughs> donate 90%. We have Christians who are fighting over 10% to God. You have not reached anywhere. Hallelujah. And this is the strategy of the devil to plunder the house of the Lord and the house of the king. Plunder the house of the Lord. Of the gold that is of the riches, the wealth that is in the house of God. So they say, hey, hey, no, no more time, no more this, no more this, no more that, no more that, no more that. You know what they are doing? They are taking the gold away. Taking the gold away. Until we get to a point where the house of the Lord has no gold. Hallelujah. And the house of the king has no gold. And when the gold enters the house of Shishak, you will understand what is real slavery. Praise God. You will understand what it means to go in slavery. You will understand what it means to live in your own house, but then somebody will tell you where to sleep on your bed. Hallelujah. You will understand what it means to buy your own car. Somebody will tell you where to drive it and where not to drive it. Because the gold is not in your hand. The gold is in someone else's hand. Praise God. If it decides to increase the value of the gold, against what the paper you're having in your hand the paper is worthless and to catch up you have to be working and working and working and working that is what happened to adam this cast is the ground for your sake apostle francis be right back we hope you enjoyed this message we would love to have you fellowship with us you can locate us at the Shalom Motors Junction, Lashibi, of the Ashaiman Nungwa Highway for a Sunday Glory Celebration Service at 8 a.m. Welcome back to the message. Praise God. Test is the ground. Now we will have to be working the ground to catch up with the moving gold. So every time man is always working to go even always working hard you know like you have a plan i want to buy a car by the close of this year you have eyes from car it's twenty-five thousand. by the time you reach june the, the car has reached forty thousand. <laughs> that's working hard working hard working hard working hard. why because adam lost what it takes to determine the wealth of the nation what it takes to determine the value of what a man has the goal that's what she said she said but the interesting thing is how God 
desires of everything on this earth to use gold to protect this house. That means that for the house of the Lord and for the city to be saved, there should be an, a certain amount of prosperity to give it some security. There should be a certain amount of prosperity. And if you if you rise to the top where you are mingling with people who determine the affairs of nations, one of the easiest things and the things they use to inflict and, and all sorts of treatment and to keep nations in bondage is to keep them poor. Hallelujah. They will force policies on you that will make you poor at the end of the day. And as long as you are poor, you are not secure. That has always been the objective of the devil, to keep you poor. Poverty is the devil's number one tool to keep man in captivity. It's not sickness. Praise God. To, to be sick lying in Tamedema Hospital is different from to be sick lying in John Hopkins University in US. It's different, it's different. Two different things. One environment even gives some form of therapy. Another environment kills you faster. <laughs> Hallelujah. So they can go to a hospital. The nurse has not been paid for three months. And you expect the nurse to laugh and smile to you. By the time she shouts on you, one, two, your health has gone down by 30%. The devil's number one tool to keep humanity in bondage is poverty. Is what? Poverty. Is what? Poverty. That is why of all the things Jesus came to do, he came to destroy the works of the devil. And what was it? I was it. And he went about doing good, healing all the other oppressed. And then at the end of it all, Paul comes to summarize what Jesus came to do. He said two things. He became sin, that we will be the righteousness of God. He became what? Poor, that we will all. Hallelujah. Poverty is the devil's number one tool to keep you in bondage. It is the only reason why you don't get what you desire. Amen. You know, how many of us have had some Saturday money before? And then at that moment, it's like, you don't, you don't respect anything. You, you know that everything is possible. At that, that moment, you know that some things are not on the laptop. Some things, you know, it's about writing a check. check. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Look, there are certain prayers. If God should give you money, you won't pray them again. May God give you money. Yeah. Hallelujah. So plan, plan, plan. Say, oh, you have to plan your life, plan your life. The only reason why you have to plan your life is because you don't have enough. If you have everything, you can do everything today. Just sit behind your desk or whatever, pick your phone, call Honda office that you need one car. They will deliver You can call to your office. Tell them, you can even call US. I need the latest Rolls Royce. They will bring it. There is no plan to that when the resources are there. May God give you resources. Hallelujah. 
So, uh, with that, by, by, by the age of 35, I want to go to my first house. You are saying 35 because you think by 35 you get the money. Hallelujah. And sometimes you don't know that there's a point that is waiting for you. After you've been in two years, three years, no job, then you are shifting it. Okay, let's shift it to 40. After all, life begins at 40. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's shift it to 40. So I fought it. You are dreaming a mansion now as you get closer. I'm watching this night. You're just too bad to do something. Too bad. So too bad. And then you can start from there. Too bad. And then you begin to console yourself with other people who don't know when they were 50, 50, 55. We are starting early. No, it will all end when your account starts crying numbers. Uh, kind of 932 dash, 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 dash. Uh, when you see that you plan, you just desire uh, and you realize that if you look at how God portrays the life of the believer in Christ it is so close to this kind of life where you desire and you get it that, that, that other kind of life where you must desire, plan, pray, waste, believe and all of that and do spiritual warfare do all the root of all of it is the absence of the gold. Praise the Lord. The Lord. Absence. You see, the people are finished school and are waiting. You know, um, uh, we have to have to better migrate. No, 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 no. If you have money, fly to US and then just enter high school. You don't need scholarship. I've got a mission, but I'm waiting for scholarship. So, so all these things have become, become the life we live, and then it's because of only one thing, because the resource is not available. Hallelujah. Because the resource is not available. But here we are, and people with a promise and a word from God that He will supply all our needs according to His riches in glory, but said that we have all and are bound. In Christ, we have everything. That's why I say, in the reality, you have, you have to deal with certain devices. You have to deal. No, you have to rearrange certain things. So that it's like water. You have nothing to do about what is happening in the reservoir. The reservoir is full. Your house is somewhere. To get that water, you must know where to dig. You must know where to put the pipe. Hallelujah. With the water has no problem. But you must know. How to dig and how to connect, how to arrange things. May God give you that wisdom to connect to your good and to connect to your silver. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So this is what Shisha did. He, he took out the gold from the house of the Lord and the house of the king. So that as a king, he had no authority and power. And as a priest, he had no security. Praise God. He had no security. This is breaks my heart. How we, you know, Christians, we are so, we are just so, 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 so soft. We allow the devil using social and all kinds of things, you know, logically built concepts. We feed on them. And you see, at the end of the day, we make the principal agents of the dominion of the city weaker and weaker and weaker. And you know what is happening? Every month, every year. As corporations in this world are publishing their finances, they keep increasing. They keep increasing. They keep increasing. 
They are becoming more powerful. They are becoming more powerful. Do you know where we have reached? We have now reached a place where there is no gold in the king's house. Let me tell you, there is no gold in the king's house. There is no gold in the place of government. That is why all the politicians are managed and controlled by businessmen. Amen. So they come in power. They come in power not to save you, but to save some businessman somewhere. They come in power. They have an ultimatum to get them certain contracts at certain sum within a particular period of time. Because the devil has taken the gold out of the house of the king. And the next target is to take the gold out of the house of the Lord. And very soon, you will have Churches which are not being administered and managed by priests, but managed by people of the world, business people who come to for the pastor to preach what they are comfortable with because they want they are the ones who build the house. They are the ones who are sponsoring and paying all the pastors. Hallelujah. When the church understood that they were responsible for the wealth of the nation in the days of the Catholic supremacy. Come on, we saw it. Hallelujah. You can read about it. So this day, with all the world superpower increasing, businessmen becoming more powerful by the day, nobody there touches the poor. They don't touch it not because it's around it. That is Vatican. They have their own money. They carry their power. They carry their gold. And you dare not touch them. Hallelujah. When they enter a country, it is like a dignity that has entered. It's like a president that has come to. When the Pope comes to Ghana, he's not coming to Catholic Church. When he comes, he's going straight to the Flagstaff House. It is a national ceremony. Not because he's anointed, not because he's coming to heal the sick, but because these people understood the power to have dominion was in the goal. And they kept this. But over the years, it kept decreasing. It kept decreasing. Until now, we have a church generation that is begging people for the good. May you not become an instrument for Shishak. Hallelujah. I was doing some analysis. Looking at some of the churches and how they are able to influence national discourse. I don't know, some of you, maybe what I'm saying will not interest you. Because you must not be Christian who are only thinking about their, their stomach. I said, you don't need to work for your stomach. You need to work for your hands. Hallelujah. You don't need to work for your stomach. You need to work for your heart. That your hands will hold gold. Your hands will hold silver. May your hands hold gold. Hallelujah. Look, come down here. He said, We want to build national cathedral, and everybody is crying. Why don't we send the cathedral to somewhere like Pram Pram? So that's where lands are. Hallelujah. But you have some of our brothers in the latter days saying, Rich church, you see them like that. Fully sponsored by an entire state in the U.S., the state of Utah, Salt Lake City. The entire economy of that state is channeled into that church. Have you seen that Saint Church in the bush before? 
Have you seen it before? They come right in the middle of the city. Whatever is there, they buy it, pull it down, and then they build. When there is money, there is dominion. Hallelujah. And we are getting there because we have allowed ourselves to be used by Shishak to draw the gold out of the house of the Lord so that the house of the Lord will become just like any other institution. Anybody can see anything they think. Anybody can. Those days, I was listening to uh, he was narrating his ordeal when he went to Hisho Airport and they searched him for about two hours. Searched him. Opening all his books, going through everything. He said, I have my pastor. said, No, we know, we know, we know, we know. Are you pastors? And I was told that next time when you go just say you are a priest. Said, ah, that's the difference. If you say you are a pastor, they know that you are from the charismatic people, you are nothing. You are just going about uh, what do you call it? Choking people for money and all sorts of lies to get money. But if you say you are a priest, you know, from there. They know that these people are powerful people. They don't even touch you. They don't even touch you. Some of us have, have not come to believe that when you are rich, the Lord has not applied to you. It's not so. But deep in the heart of man, dominion goes with the gold. And anyone who has dominion is not touched. It's not touched. That is why the devil is busily working to render the church poor, so he can touch the church. Praise God. So he can do what? Touch the church. May your eyes be opened that you will not become a tool in the hand of Shishak. Amen. My God. Let's continue. I want to show you some few things here. Now, look at something. The Bible said that money, the love of money, is the what? It is the root of all evil. First, I already said that the devil has been sent from the beginning. <laughs> that means that in the end, though, the devil has been once. You read it, isn't it? Turn to first John. First John chapter 3, verse 8. Okay. Is this? He who sings is of the devil. For the devil sinned from the beginning. He did what? Sin from the beginning. So we want to go and look. So if there is a sin from the beginning, the word beginning also means roots or origin. Hallelujah. The word beginning also means what? Roots or origin. The devil's sin from the beginning, from the origin, from the roots. And the Bible says that the love of money is the root of all evil. So, the love of money is the beginning. The devil sin from the beginning. So, we want to investigate and know how the love of money becomes the root of all of evil. And the root of all evil is actually the sin of the devil. So, how did the devil mingle with money 
in order to give birth to a series of sins and evil. Hallelujah. You know that the devil had been on the earth before Adam ever showed up. Praise God. When Adam and Eve entered the garden, the devil was already around. He was, he was, he was a grand uh, a master in the affairs of the earth. He had already been moving on the face of the earth to and fro, the entire length and breadth of the earth already. Praise God. And the way even the devil interrogated Eve Let's end in Genesis chapter 3. Then we'll show you some few things. I'm just building some foundation. And we are not in a hurry, okay? This is going to be a very exciting journey. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. Now, the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yes. Has God said, Hallelujah? Has what? That is telling that, that the guy knew he has schooled himself. He was very familiar with how God was doing things. So when he came there, look at the woman. Has God said, <laughs> You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? He knew where he was heading towards. Because that was it. from the beginning, this guy had fallen to the same sin. So when he came, he knew what he was masterminding. Hallelujah. He knew what he was what? Masterminding. Now, in Isaiah chapter 14, verse 12 to 4, we see Isaiah prophetically is giving us a picture of the devil who once was Lucifer who walked the face of the earth as the first man to be released onto the earth on an agenda for God. And in his operation on the earth, there were so many things going on. There is still a lot of evidence that before Adam was, there had already been a full expanse of civilization and life before Adam came. There, there are a lot of evidences. Though it is not the core of the gospel, but it is important to understand if you are dealing with basics, it's important to understand some of these things. I hope you understand me. Good. So I'm not going to really drag into it a lot, but if, 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 it's, if it's important to you, you can engage me, I'll, I'll teach you more. And I will say that this Lucifer, who is the first man who had come to the earth on the behalf of God to establish the kingdom of God, was going through a whole lot of issues. And it is in those dealings that the very first sin was found in him. Hallelujah. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which did weaken the nations? Follow it. 
So the fall of Lucifer, we kill the world. The nations, let's go on. For thou hast said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of the earth. He said, you have said in your heart that I will ascend into the heavens. So that should tell you that at that material moment, he was not in the heavens. Hallelujah. He said, I will exalt my throne. Above the stars of God. Talking about the angels of God. I will sit upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. And I will be like the most high. This was the content of his heart. The very same thing he pushed to Eve. If you read Will be like God. It has always been in his heart to be like God. Hallelujah. And in being like God, he knew what it meant to be like God. In being like God, Lucifer was not looking for creative ability. Praise God. In being like God, Lucifer was not looking for the ability to be everywhere at the same time. Amen. In being like God, he was not looking to be all-powerful. That is why he still is not that one. Because that was not his aim in being like God. In being like God, the Bible said, silver is mine and the gold is mine. In being like God, he sought for the silver and for the gold. He sought for the silver and the gold. That is why, amongst all the things he's able to do, that is the only thing he is able to do to mankind. He is able to give silver and gold. The solution to the dilemma of Christians, why Christians are poor and then wicked men, they are rich. Hallelujah. And you want to see, maybe in the past six somewhere, I'm talking about black money. Okay. How it all works. Because among the many things God could do, when Lucifer desired to be like God, that is the only thing he wanted. The ability to control the gold and the silver. That's why the devil cannot give you health, but he can give you money. Praise God. The devil cannot give you favor, but he can give you money. People have been going to various kinds of mediums to ask for protection. Protection from, uh, what do you call it? Uh, bullets. Protection from knife cuts. Protection from diseases. But they die. But they die. Because the devil cannot give those. The only thing he's able to give is money. It's what? Money. So in his heart, in being like God, he wanted to control gold and what? And silver. And because of this, pride came into his heart when he started, when he started engaging gold. When he started engaging silver. Hallelujah. When he started engaging gold and engaging silver, pride entered his heart. So people think that the devil's sin was pride. No, it's not pride. 
The pride actually came as a result of the gold and the silver you were gathering. Praise God. Let's turn it again to Ezekiel 28 and see more. In the next five minutes, I'll be done. 28. On the verse 30, still talking about Lucifer. He said, Thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God. Hallelujah. As I said, Adam is not the first to have entered it. You have been in the garden of God. Every precious stone was your covering. Hallelujah. The sardius, the topaz, the diamond, the beryl, the onyx, the jasper, the sapphire, the emerald, the carbuncle, the gold, and the workmanship of thy tablets and of thy pipes was prepared in thee in the day that thou was created. Hallelujah. So this was the devil's problem. He was not content with the gold and the precious thing being his nature. He wanted to have it in his hands. You get it? Let's move on. Since you are the anointed cherub that covereth, and I have said this so, thou art upon the holy mountain of God. Thou hast walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. You were perfect in your ways from the day you were created until iniquity was found in you. You were perfect as a iniquity was found in you. Is by the multitude of thy merchandise, by the multitude of thy merchandise, by the multitude of your trading. Hallelujah. That's what the devil was engaged in. By the multitude of your trading, you were filled with violence. Praise God. By the multitude of your trading, you were filled with violence and you have sinned. So what was the iniquity that was found in him? The multitude of his trading produced violence. What is that violence? It is the number one thing that is making the whole of humanity walk helter, skelter, helter, skelter. G-R-E-E Greed. By the multitude of his merchandise, he was filled with greed. He never had enough. He always wanted more. That was that, that kept his desire going. I want to be like God. I want to be like God. I want to be like God. And how was he going about that one? He was trading. Praise God. He was trading. If you go down, go to the next verse. This your heart was lifted up because of your beauty. You have corrupted thy wisdom by reason of thy brightness. I will cast it to the ground. I will lay thee before kings that they will behold thee. Move on. Verse 18. Says, Thou hast defiled thy sanctuaries. Multitude of thy iniquities. By the iniquity of thy traffic. Therefore will I bring forth fire from the midst of thee, and it shall devour thee, and bring thee to ashes upon the earth in the sight of all them that behold you. Hallelujah. 
That was the devil's sin. The devil's sin was his greed for gold. Because of his engagement, his traffic. The, fe- the first business system that was established was established by Lucifer himself. That is why money becomes the very root of every form of evil. Because that has been what he has excelled and mastered. Hallelujah. That is what he has excelled in. He has mastered. He has mastered the art of corrupting with gold. He has mastered the art of corrupting with silver. Somebody can be good, beautiful, you know, worshiping God, loves God until that day. He enters that supposed breakthrough job and he learns how to add zeros. That job was a breakthrough. But the devil knows how to corrupt with gold. Hallelujah. He has excelled in that one. He has excelled in it. He's, he, he is skillful in it. Hallelujah. He is skillful. There was a young lady and she was ministering beautifully until that time. Somebody said, Don't you know that this song you have been singing church, church and then they don't, don't give you anything? If, if you follow me, I can, I can make, make you rich, rich by just, just singing. Then the next moment, she was sleeping around, going here and there, you know, compromising because of gold. Hallelujah. When, when the devil sinned from the beginning, it was his love for the gold. His greed was never satisfied. So I said, because of that, violence filled him. Violence filled him. Violence filled him. And that became the foundation of the wealth that destroys. Hallelujah. The foundation of the wealth that destroys. And a lot of religious folks have always gleaned onto the idea that they, like they was praying, God, don't make me too rich. Else, I will forget you. Don't make me too poor. Hallelujah. But God has always desired he has, he has always pleasured in, in the, the prosperity of his people. That was a yes pleasure in the prosperity of the saints. Because that is the only platform upon which the dominion of humanity can be preserved. Hallelujah. And this is talking about that one man. Who was, was rich, rich uh, sorry, who was wise, and by his wisdom, an entire city was preserved. The Bible said it was just a short while he was forgotten because he didn't have money. And the Bible said in Isaiah 1:17, he said that through prosperity shall the city Lord be spread abroad. Through what? Through what? Prosperity. So the devil has known that the key to the domain of humanity is the goal. And when he wanted to be like God, he went for the goal. 
That is why today the group is both positive and also what? Negative. That is why today money is still an asset. Hallelujah. The same money is what? I have seen people who got money and they stopped Of, of the, the foundations. 
but, but as, as this is and in your heart, I pray, the Bible says that we are being called to rebuild the foundation and to repair the breaches. May the foundations of your life be repaired. May the foundations of your life be repaired. Some of us, we have foundations of poverty. We can't think beyond a certain line and a certain dimension. We can't see ourselves blessed to a certain limit, to a certain place. But I declare over your life, your foundations are being repaired. Your foundations are being repaired. Your foundations are being repaired. I speak the foundation built on brass. I speak the foundation built on iron and clay. May they be exchanged for the foundation built on gold and silver. In the name of Jesus, may they be replaced for the foundations built on gold and silver. When your foundations are gold and silver, whatever you touch is blessed. You are not allowed to sweat. You are not allowed to eat with bitterness. You don't deal with thoughts and intestines as others have to deal with. You deal with milk and honey. Someone lift up your voice and you speak to the Lord that God Correct my You see, the Bible says, give me second Corinthians chapter four, verse seven. Says, see, 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 the king of Egypt plundered the house of the Lord and the house of. In doing so, he took the gold out. And in the new creation, the Bible says that we are the temple of the Lord. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! We are what the temple of the Lord. And there is something happening. And I was saying, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels. Say, I have this treasure. I have this treasure. I want to explain to you so, so that you see the secret to prosperity. You, you've seen it. Eh? There are people who are managing worlds. They are not working as hard. So you understand it. Hard work is not what makes rich. If it is so, the richest man in Ghana will be a messy. Are you with me? It is not what makes rich. There is something happening in the Babylonian arena, in the commercial world. There is a treasure in the believer. Because that believer is the house of God. God built 
calls his house with gold. And when a man comes to Christ, he becomes open for the treasures of his life to be engaged. What happens is that Shishak stands for the world. So as we go into the world and we are working, sweating, what we are doing is that we are exchanging our gold and walking away with brass. Amen. That is why, you see, nobody can ever be satisfied with what he is paid. Because brass can never equal the gold. Hallelujah. And some of us, the devil in a very systematic way, deceptive way, is drawing the gold out of you. Drawing the gold out of you. Drawing the gold out of you. And you see, as we are working, working, we are building the empires and the enterprises of evil men with the gold. And we walk away with the brass, which never satisfies. We walk away with the brass, which always makes us live in peasants, which always makes us live as those who have nothing. Hallelujah. But you are praying this prayer that God grant me the system the wisdom to build systems to harness the gold that is in me Jesus says, hallelujah hallelujah See, the same work you do in somebody's company my sister if you do that same work for yourself you will earn more the problem is that we don't have what it takes to build the systems and the structures that allows the gold to flow out. That is why in Ghana, we were all here until white men came. They said, oh, there is gold in Ghana. We have the system. We have the structure. We are come to pull it out and give it 10%. They came. There is oil here. We didn't have system. We didn't have structure. We didn't have anything. We were just sitting on it and dying. Until they came, pulled it out. They said, we'll give you 10%. Hallelujah. The one who benefits from the gold is the one who knows how to draw it out. Is the one who knows how to draw it out. That's why the Bible said that God teaches our hands to battle and our fingers for profit. You want to pray that God teach my hands for profits. Give me wisdom to draw out the gold that is in me. Give wisdom. Lift up your hands with me. That oh God my father. Oh God my father. Declare it like you are anointed. Oh God my father. Give me the wisdom. Give me the wisdom to draw out gold. Draw out gold out of my heavenly body. Out of my heavenly body. Draw out gold. Draw out gold out of my heart. Out of my heart. Draw out gold. Draw out gold out of my brain. Out of my brain. Draw out gold. Draw out gold out of my talent. Out of my talent. Draw out gold. Draw out gold out of my skill. Draw out gold. Out of my relationship. Draw out gold. Out of my relationship. Draw out gold. Out of gold. Out of the work of my hand. In the name of Jesus. Give me wisdom, Lord. Give me wisdom, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Give me wisdom, Lord. In the name of Jesus
Lord Jesus. Lift up your voice and begin to praise the Lord. We call you the shaker of us. We call you the shaker In the name of the Lord Jesus, call of for more information, follow the man of God on Facebook at Glory Life City Church or visit our website on www.glorylifecity.church.